Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. <laughs> I am Rick. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Let me run through these announcements because this episode got to be quick. One, drink some water. Two, rate, review, subscribe to my program. Go to the Apple Podcast app. Type in the Good Brother Experience. Give me five stars. Anything less than five, you have hatred in your bloodstream. Last but not least, email me, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. All right, that's out the way. Now, I've been listening back. I've heard the, uh, the feedback. The sound quality has changed. Let me tell you what happened. My computer had to reboot and restart and do that upgrade bullshit that they forced you to do, right? Because of which, all of my like preset settings in Audacity just discombobulated, my nigga. And I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. So me and my handy-dandy engineer will have this uh, good to go by tomorrow's episode. But I didn't want to go throughout the Monday without having an episode for you guys. So I just got to content through it. You know what I'm saying? I've said that before. I've said that again. When in doubt, content through it, and everything will be back to or I'm sorry, back to normal in days soon come. All right. Now that I've announced that, school has officially started. For some of you guys, it happened a few weeks ago. For some of you guys, it happened last week. And I've been thinking about this. I really commend all of the parents and the children that have to go through this craziness that you have to sit there in your home open up a laptop and not get that full experience and that communal experience that you get of going somewhere meeting up with your friends maybe you have some handshakes with some people you have that special locker now i mean maybe you're the person that walks around with no book bag maybe you're the person that has all of your books in your book bag so you don't have to really go to your locker throughout the day and even if you're not in high school, middle school, maybe you're in elementary school, wherever you're doing, wherever you're at. I'm sorry, not wherever, whatever you're doing, wherever you're at. I really commend you. And then the parents that have to navigate their lives accordingly, because, you know, there, there's something to be said about having that eight hours where you don't have to attend for your child. As crazy as that sounds, niggas be needing a break, son. And you're like, you know what? This eight hours is devoted towards learning English uh, social studies, science, math, art, uh, gymnastics, whatever you're doing. Um, now that that eight hours has been stripped from you and now you're just at the mercy of the computer and you have to sit there and be with unruly people that's on Zoom wearing their do-rags or scarves or probably not showered or probably half-naked. That really is um, that's something I couldn't even fathom. And if you're in your late 20s to early 30s to where I could have went to high school with you, boy, oh boy, did we dodge a bullet if you don't have kids. Man, that shit got to suck, my nigga. Woo! <laughs> Fuck that, son. Niggas really had kids, boy. And niggas got to sit there and act like this shit is all good when it's not, son. That shit is trash, bro. I woke up and watched Lovecraft County and didn't have to worry about cooking nobody breakfast. That shit feels incredible. You know what else I didn't have to do? I didn't have to sign into a laptop. I don't got to walk in the room 
every 20 minutes to make sure that you're looking at the computer screen. Yo, do the um do the parents gotta buy those uh those specialty shades or glasses for their children? You know what they say about people that work in call centers or those people that um work in computers? How the light that's emitted from the computer screen can lead to your eyes getting fucked up. Are you buying those glasses for your kids? Yes, no, maybe so. I'm not a parent, but I can only go by what I'm seeing. Which is understandable. Sometimes you want alone time. And when you don't know how to entertain your child, you just give them the iPad. You give them the laptop. You give them your phone. Give her your phone, laptop, iPad, whatever have you. Or whatever the child identifies as. And I mean, we're in a new day. And you don't think you you need to think about your child's vision at 30 years old? Yes, no, maybe so, tic-tac-toe, three in a row? It's just, I just can't fathom it, man. What if you have work? What is going on? Because depending on what state you live in, you still got to go to work. Everybody doesn't have the luxury of working from home. But at this point in time of the day, you didn't have to pay for a sitter because there was school. But if you're not going to school and your child is eight years old, what are you doing? Sending to to, to grandma's house? Yeah, I, I just think about what my life would have been like and i think if corona was out in 1998 i think i had a good enough foundation to keep shit afloat my life became like 400 times worse after 2000 so between like that eight math middle school and high school everywhere between 2000 to 2008 is some of the roughest years of my life that's what set the foundation that's within me today and if I was in like eighth grade and there was no school, one, there was no internet. Matter of fact, fuck internet. There was no electricity in my house. Outside of the fact that there was no electricity, actually having Wi-Fi, actually having a laptop to learn from, actually having the ability to be receptive to information. I was cutting school as is, let alone if I was home already. I remember this one time, I, w- I want to say I was in like maybe ninth grade. I was between 8th to 10th grade, and my Uncle George would just randomly pop up in Amityville. Matter of fact, this this might be, yeah, 8th or ninth grade, maybe not 10th, this is 8th or ninth grade. And he came in the house, he didn't have to knock, obviously, and he saw me laying in bed. He said, hey, what you doing? I was like, I'm chilling. He's like, you going to school? I said, nope. He said, why not? And I was like, I'm, I'm relaxing. Why aren't you in school? Why aren't you in school? Yo, every time I talk to you two, you don't get that smart-ass mouth, man. I'm going to slap you in your mouth. Well, if you slap me in my mouth, that's all on you, but I'm not going to school. And this guy made me, it was like at fourth period at this point. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning. Made me go to school like he had like this, like he was doing like this valiant thing of making me go. And I decided, and I thought to myself, I'm just going to cut tomorrow when you're not here. You're not locked in. That's the thing about children. And if you're an older cousin, if you're an aunt, if you're an uncle, if you're want to be like this revered figure in the younger person's life, you have to understand one thing. We understand very early on who's there in the trenches with us and who isn't. So if you just give like your bullshit advice and then go back to your life, we're not listening to you, yo. And it's unfair because you have your own life. 
that you have to attend to. And you have so many things that's going on in your life. You can't really like focus on someone who's younger, especially if it's not your child. But you can't like be like rent a parent and feel like you have like the same reverence that a parent would have just because you're a quote unquote authoritative figure. What authority do you have over my life? I have to listen to you kind of because you can beat me up because I'm underdeveloped as a human being. That's the only reason why. Nobody's scared of you. Even at nine, 10 years old, nobody's like visibly scared of you. Just that you just understand that this grown person can beat you up. But that's not fair. You just got to do what you got to do to get by. And in my life, because I have so many aunts and uncles, it would be a whole bunch of people that would drop by and try to give advice. And I'm like, my nigga, get out of here. I don't know what I'm about to eat tomorrow. And you talking about homework. Fuck homework, my nigga. Can I hold $20? So I can eat for the week. You know what I'm saying? But you know. These are just things you need to think about. And now more than ever, I feel like we need unity. So if you are that aunt, if you are that uncle, you are that cousin, even if you're in a space to where you're like an older brother or sister, and then your mom had kids like maybe 10 years after you came out because shit be happening. Maybe it's our second go around of being a mother or a father, whatever have you. If you want to be the person in that person's life, you've got to be there in the trenches, my nigga. You need to be tapped in. If you're not tapped in and you coming through every so often just to check in, nobody's going to listen to you, bro. And I say all that to say that if I was in 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, whatever, when I was really starting to develop into adulthood, there is nothing nobody could tell me to make me open up this laptop to learn. I would have got my GED in like ninth grade. I was smart enough. I mean, I've always been smart. I fucking took my GED test on some Chris Rock shit and just been locked in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't have prom. I can't link up with some hoes. I can't, you know what I mean, possibly get some consensual fellatio behind the staircase. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Like, everybody was having sex in high school. Let's stop acting like this didn't happen. This is upwards of 15 years ago. Let's relax. But... That was one of the things that was cool about high school. You can meet girls and you can give hugs to girls. You give them a thousand hugs a day. You give a thousand daps a day. You make jokes. You cut class to go to gym. You find ways when you're failing class to just pass to get by. If that experience is stripped from me, I'm pretty sure what I'm doing for money now, I could have done when I was 14. What the fuck am I coming to school for? You come to school to further education so you can be knowledgeable in something so you can parlay that to a career. At 14 years old, I can do basic math. I had a college reading level by the time I was in eighth grade. I was always terrible in math, but I could do basic math. My understanding of history was pretty solid. I can communicate almost as well as I can communicate now. The fuck am I coming to high school for? What am I learning about Napoleon? Fuck out of here consonants you know what i'm saying foreign language you think i'm about to, i couldn't understand spanish when i was sitting in class let alone if i'm about to watch a screen imagine a teacher trying to trying to administer discipline over a screen hey Tariq, you better hey Tariq, what I'm just clap i'm gonna slap that i'm gonna slap that laptop so quick what the fuck is you talking about i remember when i was in high school and i was acting unsavory and teachers were like try to call my house but my house phone was never on because I grew up terrible. I'll tell you about that another day. And through all that shit, I would give him like my cell phone number. 
So what would happen is they would have like a period off or whatever have you, or maybe on their lunch break and they would call my cell phone and I would pick it up and I would change my voice. Like I was like an older brother that I just home from school or something. Like, ring, ring. It would be my flip phone, my red, my red sprint flip phone. Remember like it was yesterday. I flip it up. Yo, YOLO. Hey, um, is uh Miss Peyton around? Yo, Miss Peyton. Oh, you told my mom. Nah, nah, nah. Mom's at work. Why was up? Who this? Oh, you know, this is Miss Clapton and, you know, Tariq, we just, I'm just very, I don't know how to say this. Uh, who am I speaking with? Yeah, you're speaking to John. This is his older brother. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, Tariq's behavior in class, like he's, he's a bright kid, but you know, he has an attitude problem. He sometimes cuts class and, you know, I just wanted to just let you guys know, maybe you guys can speak to him because I really can't get through to him. Yeah, 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 you know, uh, yeah, yeah, little nigga always is bugging. He is crazy, ain't he? Yeah, you know, he's a trip, but you know, you know, I'm just, you know, just have, have Miss Peyton call, give me a call back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's your number? Let me write it down so you can give you a call. And I pick up, I hang up the phone and I would laugh hysterically. Fuck out of here. You'll never speak to my mother. <laughs> oh, man, you fucking shit me. You think you're fucking bald ass. I'm sorry. You think you're white ass, whether you was a white nigga with a bald head or a blonde hair teacher you think about the with your white self about to speak to my black mother about my behavior the fuck is she gonna do hey Tariq you better listen to class mom I am listening look at my homework do all my homework it'll be pissing me off I, I can't help that and then that goes into the thing like you gotta respect your elders and you have to practice couth and you know there's just there's a lot of intricacies that go into parenting because you basically have to teach your children how to not be savages right I was cognizant of my behavior I was just very choosy in who I was unsavory with, right? But be able to discern when to full out bug out and when not to is something that you grow with time. And my time was not in middle school or high school, especially with teachers that I found annoying. So, yeah, all that shit is dubbed. So I, that's just a long window way of me saying that I definitely would have got my GED on some everybody hates Chris shit. I would have woke up, looked around. Probably would have looked up some shit, went to the library, read up on some shit, and I would have passed the GED test. And I'm like, man, fuck high school, fuck this bullshit. At even if it was eighth grade, I would have sat down with my mother and I'm like, look, mom, this is gonna sound crazy, but I want you to bear with me here, right? I really want you to just bear with me. It's 2004, right now. Look at what's going on here. We are living like shit. There's no food in the fridge. You gave the electricity man a hundred dollars because you told me you would have the next hundred at the end of the month. You know you're not giving that electricity man another hundred dollars. The water just got cut off yesterday. What remote learning do you think I'm doing in this house? Hmm? Listen, I love you. You're my mom. I never disrespected you. I've never been in a place to where I was angered and I called you a bitch when I left out the room. I love you. I've always respected you. But mom, I'm 14. I'm not opening a laptop to learn. So this is what I feel like we need to do. Sign me up for a GED program. I'll take the program for six weeks. I'll get my GED. I can't have a graduation anyway. I can't have a, like what is high school anyway? Like, I'm about to get my work card soon. Or McDonald's is hiring. I need to lock into the workforce. But all this laptop shit, I'm not mom. Like, tell me, like, 
I'm not asking you because I like I need your permission. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want you to feel like you think that you need my permission. You're the mother. You're the reason why I'm here. You're the disciplinarian. But I really feel like I could benefit from you teaching me something right now. I don't have this perspective. You're older than me. You've been through. I was able to speak like this back then, by the way. I, I, you're older than me. Just just really walk me through why I should open up this laptop. For real. Like just this is a learning moment for me. This is when you impart wisdom. I can I can give this to my kids. I can't give trigonometry to my kids, but I can give this. What is the point of me opening up a laptop and learn remotely? Tell me. What am I missing out on? It's it looks like you don't have an answer, mom. I don't know. So what would then happen is my mom would probably go to my aunt, my aunt will go to my uncle, and then I'll have like this community thing. And then they do what they what adults do when they just talk down to you as a child as opposed to explain things to you. Cause they think like your processing engine is slower. Like I'm like when you're young, everything is you're you're soaking in everything. You know what I'm saying? I my ability to understand things has it's been very poignant like through my whole life. So if you just explain to me why I need to subscribe to this remote learning, I'll do it. But if it's like, yo, you're young, you don't understand, and you know, what I mean, this would be, like, how, how, how would this be best for me? I'm not even paying attention. This shit is trash. I don't pay attention in real school. I'm, I'm supposed to pay attention with this. Why don't we put our money together, all you so-called adults? I won't spend none of it on shoes. Put me in some program. I'll get my GED and make me a welder or some shit like that. But this is whack. I can't be around no women. My first kiss hasn't even happened yet. And y'all talking about me learning science and psychology and shit like that. And come on, fam. Like, I'm not doing this. Yo, this is like none of the topics I've written down today. I really got into my bag. But do y'all agree with me? Would y'all be open to this if you was like 15 years old and they talked to you like, yo, high school's a dub. You got to start learning from home now. Would you do it? Or would you just get the GED? Because I'm opting with GED, man. Know what I'm saying? Last but not least, I want to tell you guys something. I got to go, right? I got shit to do today. But do yourself a favor. And I'll open the email segment with this if you guys email me in time. Watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix. I want to open up dialogue about this. There's a lot of things that I saw that I was not aware of. How... I just thought that the phone being addictive was something that happened through happenstance. Like humans aren't, we're not evolved enough as a species to be able to contact whoever you, whoever we want, whenever we want, at whatever time we want. Anybody can speak. If I wanted to direct message LeBron James, I can do it. Maybe reason, maybe he doesn't, but I can say something. I can text him. It would be no different than if I called him and he didn't pick up the phone, right? But what's happening is with Facebook, Instagram, whatever social media medium that you utilize, whether it be Google, whatever you're doing, ads, even things you're putting into your search engine are specifically crafted around your psychosis. And that's scary because tech companies are doing thinking for you and they've lost all control over how to do so. They basically put something something into a machine. A machine calculates it, however it calculates it, and then it upgrades on its own, similar to my laptop as to why I have this fucked up sound now. 
matter of fact, matter of fact before I, I don't want to ruin anything for you just watch social dilemma just do me that favor watch it if you have netflix if you don't have it steal your neighbors steal your friends steal your grandmothers steal your uncles like i do even do the 30-day trial just please you have two days watch it it's an hour and a half long Email me, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com, and I would like to open up discussion about this because this is the shit we need to be talking about. Because if it's one thing I've always preached is we're losing the ability to critically think. Critical thinking is gone the same way cursive is gone. And there's something to that. Fluidity. There's stop and go when you're writing print. There's fluidity when it's cursive. There's fluidity with critical thinking. They're, they're stripping that from us for for monetary gain. And I just want you to watch it. Just watch it. Watch Social Dilemma. Email me your brother experience. I will, I will, I will trade dialogue with you guys. Peace and blessings. Pastor Dressen. I'll speak to you on 53.2. I'm sorry. 54.2.